0: Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories, and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle, and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective, while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague.
1: Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this inspiring episode. And thank you, Lip Talk Nation, for your support. I want to encourage you all to keep up that fight against self-doubt. Many of you have been sharing with me some of your struggles and what you are conquering, and I want to keep encouraging you all to keep speaking up and sharing your stories. The more we share our stories, the stronger our community becomes. On our most recent episode, we had Meredith Masony, who's a blogger of That's Inappropriate, who encourages moms to stop living by the unwritten rules of how moms should behave and start showing support for each other. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit LipTalkNation.com and there you'll find more resources such as our blogging and coaching and much, much more for you to live a life in purple. On our show today, we have a powerful speaker, entrepreneur, and certified John Maxwell coach, Sonia Dudley. Sonia has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years and uses her experience to motivate the masses. She's on a mission to teach people to have a positive mindset and to quit being afraid of failure. Sonia helps people discover their own journey and encourages others that they truly can become successful welcome to the show Sonia how are you today
0: wow I'm great after that wonderful introduction how could I not be thank you so much that was awesome Oh, appreciate
1: that. Sonya, you are awesome, and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on Life in Purple, and I've done some research on you, and I feel like I know you already, and a lot of people speak highly of you that do know you in the company that you're in, but before we get into all of that, I would love for you to share with us where you are from and how you got your start
0: Okay, well, I am from a really small town. I'm certain you've probably not heard of it. It's called Loberville, Tennessee. It's a town of about, well, our town probably has a couple thousand people. City limits under a thousand. But the county I live in has about 7,000. We have two red lights, a um, pack a cooler to go to the grocery store in Nashville, which is about 75 miles away. So it's it's very very small. It's a wonderful country living. You know the trade off uh, of living in the country is you do have to to um, make some time to to go and do the things that you have to do. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for anything. So that's where I'm from, and I have been an entrepreneur for a very long time. You know, I, when I was young, I was in high school. I, uh, Thinking about college, I I kept thinking, you know, I don't know what I want to do. And I remember saying, I just want to be my own boss and, and start businesses, but I really didn't know what that meant. I also knew that I wanted a large platform to inspire people. I've always loved people. Um, at one point, and this is crazy and funny, and you'll laugh at this, I thought I wanted to be a movie star. I mean, I, t- I took acting, I was in a commercial, I was in a little movie. You know, I really thought, I knew I needed a large platform that God had called me to have a platform to help people, to inspire people. But I just, I knew Hollywood after a while. I knew that was not the route I wanted to go. It kind of didn't line up with my, you know, morals and beliefs. And, you know, I know it's great for some people, and I'm uh, not categorizing that as the standard. But for me, I just felt like that wasn't the path. So, um yeah, at about 19, I went to college, uh, majored in business, changed my major a few times and found network marketing in my, uh, well, at 19, I found my first network marketing company, Laura, and pursued that and caught the vision of, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you'll get what you want in return. And when I caught that vision, um, believe it or not, and I don't encourage this, young people, but I did not finish college my senior year. I went full-time Network marketing, and I stayed with that company for for seventeen years, and truly, truly, thought, you know, that would be. Uh, I don't know that I thought that company would be forever. I did for a long time, but I knew network marketing in my heart would be forever, and so I pursued that and loved it. And after about seventeen years, have um, the last few years of that, I was really getting burned out on um, certain things that pertained to uh, network marketing, I thought, and uh, kind of got tired of the home parties and the inventory and, and just certain things that kind <sighs> of... I love that company, and I would not be where I am today without the lessons and the skills I learned with that company. But it just, at some point in my life, it was not the right company for me. So I woke up one morning. I uh, was already burnt out, but I woke up one morning, was sick, um, did not feel good at all. Uh, and pretty much for about 17, 18 months, I was uh, in bed trying to get better. And went to doctor after doctor after doctor and tried another couple of network marketing companies during that time and finally got well enough that I had to go back to work I mean we had exhausted everything uh, financially and you know when you're when you're very very sick it also can make your mind very uh, sick Um, and your mind can make you sick and Being physically ill can also, it's kind of a vicious cycle, it can also make your mind sick. So I was in a very dark place and so I pretty much said I will never do network marketing again. I will never, 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 never. And I was working in retail and I was better but I was not physically 100%, probably at about 70%. And I was just pushing through, you know, just pushing through and doing the best I could. And my best friend said, you know, I've got a company we're going to look at. (laughs) And I said, well, as long as it's not network marketing, I'll look at it. (laughs) And, uh, well, guess what? It was. It was network marketing. And I said to her, you know, as long as I don't have to do inventory and hold home parties, um, and, and, and if the comp plan looks amazing, and it makes sense to me, I'm open to looking at it and long story short, um, I joined a company called Plexus Worldwide and that was four years ago almost and it changed my life and so needless to say, I'm back lined up with what I know I was called to be doing which is inspiring people uh, to overcoming their fears and, and uh, just believing that their mindset really does control their outcome. And I'm loving life and love this company and love helping people.
1: Sonia, oh my goodness, what a journey you have been on! I'm sitting here nodding my head, which is not unusual for Lip Talk Nation to hear me do because I'm—I can't wait to respond to your answer. Okay, so I'm nodding my head. I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm shaking. But you have so much in your story that so many people can relate. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear how she got her start? So at 19, you began this passion of wanting to serve others and wanting to help others, and and you were searching those avenues out. Should it be in Hollywood, you know, be in commercials? And I love how you did that. how you didn't limit yourself. But as you progressed and as you did have experience with some success in you know network marketing, it you you did get burnt out a little bit because you got sick and overwhelmed. And I loved how you said your mind can make you sick. And that's exactly true because I've experienced it myself, Sonia, and I know many of the listeners write into me every day. You know, I get these stories saying, I am overwhelmed. I am sick. I'm throwing up. You know, I don't love life. I don't love being a mom. I get it, Sonia. And so from what I'm hearing in you is that you still didn't give up. You still, Mm -hmm. but you also had that support, which is amazing. And so I want to know, what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome? You know, you already mentioned your physical part, but that mental part. What was that like to overcome the mental battle and how to condition your mind for success?
0: You know, Laura, you know, I think that sometimes God just uses our pain and our obstacles to reveal to us, you know um lessons, and you know I love what Les Brown, he's one of my mentors, and I love what he says about you can't see the picture when you're in the frame, and you know when I was going through the obstacles, and I mean there will be many more obstacles in my life, obviously, but we're talking about you know things I overcame when I was going through that, you know it, it's like you I, you have to hit and for for me. I had to hit that breaking point of, okay, you know, I cried out to God, you know, I can't do this anymore. I can't live with this physical pain. You know this is not me. What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be learning from this? You know, what are my options? And you hit rock bottom and you cry out and it's, you know, you wait on the answer and you either quit, roll over, and die, <laughs> or you you say, I have to take control of this. You know, God has given me a free will, and I have to take control, and I am in charge of being the overcomer. You know, God is the source for me, but I am in charge of doing it, of the action word. And so for me, it was like, okay, I can't roll over and die. So here's the other option. I have to overcome this. And, And, you know, in my mind, instead of feeding my mind all day, I'm sick. I can't do this anymore. I hurt all day. I can't live this way. I'm miserable. You know, blah, 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 blah. I had to change what I was saying all the all the time because, you know, and I do believe, I strongly believe, strongly believe that what you say all day is what your outcome is. You know, your mind is a computer and if you program it and you say all day, you know, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, your mind goes, okay, great, I'll make sure that's happening. and And, if, and so knowing that... You've got a 50-50 chance, so why take the negative road when you can choose, even though it's tough, it's tough, but when you can choose to take the other road, you know what, so what, see what happens, give it a shot, and I think that was the point I was at, and it's like I hit rock bottom, and so, yeah, so, and and I'll go over some books, you know, at the end of the conversation, but but definitely uh, some great books on your mind.
1: Oh my goodness, Sonia, you you hit a nerve um, with people, you know, Life in Purple is, our, our motto is what you say is what you become. So you're talking about that mind, that what you feed it, you, like you said, if you tell your mind and you tell your body, you're sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. And that's yes. exactly what is happening. Lip Talk Nation, you have the power to change your mind. Okay. Oh, yes. Sonia, again, I'm so excited. And I love how you said you could either quit, roll over or die or you have control over this, and you are exactly right. Lip Talk Nation, you have control. We are giving you the power. You need to give yourself permission to have the power to quit speaking negative things into your life. Sonia, you are an inspiration to me. Like I said, I'm so excited. Uh, Many of our listeners are entrepreneurs of all kinds, and so I get asked, all the time. How do you handle failure? And I would love for you to answer the same question from your own experience. And how did you handle failure? Or maybe the better question is, what is your perspective on failure?
0: Mm, I love this one. I love this question. I get it a lot. You know, uh, um, you know, John Maxwell is another, obviously another one of my mentors, and one of my favorite books he ever ever wrote was uh, "Failing Forward to Success." And I just don't believe there's such a thing as failure. I, I truly don't. You know, if you look at successful people and, you know, Thomas Edison and how many times he tried to invent the light bulb and just different people who, you know, uh, Babe Ruth, you know, who struck out so many times before he ever made a home run. And it's, 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 If you think of your life as did you just get up on a bicycle the first time and ride the bicycle, no, you fell down. Over and over and over. Well, in your mind, did you think, I'm failing, I'm failing? No. You're like, ah, oh, i got to get back on this. I've got to make this happen. I've got to figure this out. You know, if we can just look at, and I know it's tough, because when I'm going through obstacles, I have to remind myself, okay, Sonia, you're not failing. You will succeed at this. If you want to, you will. You'll figure it out. And But it took a long time for me to get to that mindset and to realize I have the power to to look at things differently, you know, not to allow a situation to to make me say I've, I'm a failure at that, I can't do that there's no way <laughs> but in in turn to say, Wait a minute there's a way if I want to do this, there's a way to do it i can you know I can learn more about it, I can watch videos, I can reach out to people who are great at this, but if I want to get good at this. I can get good at this. And so it's definitely the way, I believe it's the way we look at things instead of accepting that something is the way it is. It's the way we choose to look at it. So it's not a failure. This is part of the journey, not this is a failure. This is part of becoming. It's part of our path that we're on. So that's how I look at that.
1: Sonia. Okay. So Lip Talk Nation, we did not rehearse this, but Sonia, this is exactly the book that inspired me to reverse her, to get a new perspective on failure, Failing Forward by John Maxwell. And I know I'm like, this is so, so good because it is about what you perceive and how you choose to look at things. So I'm like, yeah, Lip Talk Nation, we didn't rehearse. I had no clue she was going to answer that, that way. And so that makes me really excited. And it, it also confirms that when you uh, are on this journey of improving yourself and working on yourself and wanting to become a better person to add value to other people, you figure out the same thing. So I, I'm like, okay, so here it is, Lip Talk Nation. What is your perspective on failing? So if you feel like you're a failure, then maybe you should ask yourself why you feel that way. And you think that you're not good enough. Oh, mm-hmm. that's your belief system that needs to be changed. Your belief system needs to be um, have some rewiring to that. You're exactly right with how your brain functions and what you tell it, you're going to do mm-hmm. it. And I so I, I really love this. So with that being said, Son, I know that it's obviously a choice to start becoming a better person you start there But I want to know what were the tangible action steps that you started doing to not be afraid of your dreams
0: Well Before I tell you that I'll, I'll say that There's always gonna be times and there has been on my 25 year journey Where you dream big and then you get knocked down, get the wind knocked out of your sail and then you start dreaming again. For whatever reason, you you go to something or you start reading or you talk to somebody who believes in you and you get that dream back. There's always going to be those highs and lows. But for me, it's like I remember a point where it was like, is the cost of dreaming, you know, like what's the cost of not dreaming? You know, it doesn't cost you anything to dream. It's so free, and you can dream and dream and dream as big as you want, so why don't we? And it's, it's you know, the fear of regret for me, and this is, I'll lead into what I did, but the fear of regret, Laura, I believe probably drove me more than anything, is I would, as I would think about my dreams and then, you know, wind would get knocked out of my sail, and I'd think, okay, Sonya. You don't, you know, you really shouldn't dream that big. You know, this, you know, this really doesn't happen to very many people. You could never be, you know, a top leader in a network company, network marketing company. Who do you think you are? You know, get all that negative self-talk trying to bring us back down to reality and average. And then you start going, wait a minute. Why not? What if I don't? When I'm 60, 70, 80 years old looking back, how's that going to feel? to know that it was free to dream, and why did not? And why did I let negative self-talk and other people's opinions, mostly, keep me from dreaming? So that's kind of what propelled me to dream, was really the fear of regret of not dreaming. As far as steps, you know, (laughs) I can tell you that I've always been, big on positive self-talk, not always, but once I learned a lot about it, probably after probably around the 30-year-old mark, um, long time ago, (laughs) but I remember recording my positive self-talk, like my goals in positive present tense, uh, things that I was afraid of, I would turn that around and record that on a, at the time, Laura, it was a cassette tape. (laughs) We don't have those anymore. (laughs) So now we have cool apps, and I use an app called Repeat It Again, and it's a free app on the iPhone. I'm sure they make one for the droid. But I recorded my positive goals and positive affirmations. I turned things that I was afraid of into the opposite. And I would put that on an endless loop cassette tape. And now that would be an app that plays over and over and over. And I would listen to that. I remember doing this when I was around I don't know, 28, 30 years old. I remember doing this. And I would go to bed with that on. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, it had been playing for a long, long time and, you know, then I would turn it off. But I would, I was reprogramming my mind and really didn't know the power in that. I was just trusting this new idea that it might help me to change the mindset. And I remember that year I did that, that first year I did that was a huge Successful year in the network marketing company I was with for me. Um, I was, you know, high up in sales, high up in recruiting, high up in uh, unit sales. So that was kind of the beginning of my belief that this stuff really worked.
1: Wow. Sonia, I want Lip Talk Nation that, to understand what you just said and how simple it is to change your negative mindset. And sometimes they just think, because I think negativity is an addiction. So Lip Talk Nation, this is a simple, mm. tangible step, mm. which now we have apps galore. People have smartphones. So you can download an app. That is called Repeat It Again. How simple is that? And record your own voice over and over and over again. And I want Lip Talk Nation to grab this, Sonia. So that was, that was so good because it's a simple thing. Now, I understand that it's easy to not do it as well. Mm. But for those who are wanting to improve mm. their life, improve their journey, improve the quality of life, and to pass that on to others, it first starts with how you treat your mind. And so you just hit it. And I want to say, boom, Sonia, that was so... Good, and and I again, it's the simplicity of it. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. So I've recently discovered that having that morning routine is so very important to the outcome of my day, and I wanna encourage Lip Talk Nation to have a routine as well, but I don't want them to necessarily repeat my routine or your routine. I want you to be able just to walk us through, though, what you do in the morning so maybe they can get some ideas of what will work for them. So do you do daily mantras, investing in people, meditating, positive affirmations. What does your morning routine look like?
0: You know what? Um, That's a great question. And, you know, I do travel a lot, so I can be very vulnerable here and tell you that, you know, I do get off with that and I don't like it when I get off of my morning routine and traveling sometimes does that. So being very vulnerable there and, you know, when I do get off track, I can definitely see it in my results of my day. So it is very, and then I'm just, being real with you here, you know, I know when I'm doing it faithfully, and I know when I'm off track, and I can see it, so from experience, I can tell you that when I'm doing it very faithfully, it, it is um, it is just key to my, I don't want to say the word balance, I don't even like that word, har- I want to say harmony, okay, harmony. Of course, recording my positive affirmations and listening to those every single morning. And sometimes, Laura, I listen to those before I ever get out of bed. And sometimes I listen to those when I'm on the treadmill. So I like to be flexible. I'm very much one of those flexible-type disciplined people. Uh, but as long as I get it in in the mornings. And sometimes my positive affirmations are... You know, I will listen to them for seven or eight minutes. Solid, and that's a lot. Actually, a lot of time when you're repeating the same thing over and over and over and over, and then sometimes you know it's fifteen minutes, twenty if I'm on the treadmill. So, and I do tweak them a lot. You know, when I need to add something because you're going to go through peaks and valleys in your life where you feel like, ooh, why am I weak in this area? I didn't even realize I was. Well, it's time to add a new affirmation, or you've conquered something, and then your affirmations don't seem to be like doing anything. Like you, you, you find a new, uh, a bump in the road so then you need to tweak them um, I also pray every morning and I always pray that God just brings me the people that I need to speak to um, I also it which is very important because the reason that's important to me is because a lot of times if you don't pray that specific prayer and you run into someone that day and you have a fear of talking to them well if I know I've prayed for God to put the people in front of me then I don't use that fear as an excuse. I find myself being an overcomer, which is my favorite word in the world, by the way, overcomer. And so that's very important. And then I strive to always, because you know what? I'm not perfect. I'm very vulnerable with people. And you know, that can get you in trouble, (laughs) but I am very vulnerable. So I don't always do this, but I strive to do this, is to make my list the night before I go to bed. Who Do I need to talk to tomorrow? Who is it I need to reach out to tomorrow? Who is it I need to follow up with? Who can I make new contacts with tomorrow? You know, is it someone I haven't seen yet? My goal is to make one to two new contacts a day. Who is that going to be with tomorrow? So making my list the night before of what I need to do, but mostly who I need to talk to the next day, who I need to send an email to, who I need to talk to, who I need to text, who I need to Facebook, whatever. But it just takes a lot of pressure off of me when I know I can wake up, stay in my morning routine, not worry about my list because it's been made. If I don't have the list made of who I need to talk to, then I find myself wanting to skip something else in the morning. And when I skip something else and then make my list the same day, that's when things are off kilter for me. So I'm just being real with you.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad that you are because you gave us another action step, a tangible one to take. And I love what you just said about writing down who do you need it to invest in Mm -hmm. the next day. That's so valuable because, Sonia, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this also, when you do this, when you take action on this, your body produces oxytocin. And Lip Talk Nation knows I'm a huge fan of that because that's the feel-good hormone. And I want everybody to know that they can naturally produce the feel-good hormone. And it's as simple as that. I mean, you've given us, Great tangible steps that we can do. So, Lip Talk Nation, who can you invest in the next day and write that list down? And I love how you said that you strive to always do this because you admit with your vulnerability and, and myself, you know, we're not perfect people, but we can strive. We certainly can. And we can tell ourselves that we will be overcomers, which has been in my head this week as well. I have a lot of songs with that word in it, Sonia. So, uh, thank you so much for sharing this part of you. You have such uh, valuable, tangible steps for us to take. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level and we call this our lightning round. The questions are very simple, Sonia, and they're easy to answer. So just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Oh, I love your laugh. Okay, if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
0: I would, you know, what would be awesome, If seriously, a superpower, if I could just zap everyone's fear away, like every, no one had fear anymore, what would our world be like if no one had fear and everyone would pursue in a moral way what they, you know, loved and wanted to do, it'd be great.
1: Okay, Sonia, you just gave me goosebumps. Okay, I'm right there with you. How do you like your coffee?
0: my coffee how about this I love a little coffee with my cream Uh and I put a little uh, I put stevia or honey in my coffee um sugar is last resort no artificial sweeteners there you go
1: boom I'm the same way (laughs) Uh all right what's your most embarrassing moment
0: (laughs) well uh, it's pretty embarrassing and actually it just happened about a month ago so it's fresh on my mind um my best friend and I too. I'm so privileged to be able to travel the world with her. She got me into, into Plexus, and so we're Diamonds in the company, we travel a lot. We were on an airplane together about a month ago, and I had on a cute little flowy dress and um, went to the bathroom. We were on about mm, row nine, and it was about 30 rows. I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and... I sat down, and when I sat down, Laura, I reached down—you know—to you know—that's yeah. you know, a la- la- very ladylike, right? I went to you know, you know, put my dress down, and I realized my dress was in my panties on one side, so. As I was strutting down the aisle, coming back to my seat, uh. <laughs> so rows ten through thirty got a nice view, and or I don't know nice view, but so as I sat down, we were laughing so hard, and I just I just laughed and said, I do not want to go to baggage claim. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, own it, woman, own it. Oh, check you out. What a great story. Uh, yeah, definitely embarrassing. But, I mean, yeah. I'm glad that you're laughing about this. So, you oh, yeah. own it. Just own it. Ah, oh, check you out. Okay, are you a shoes or a purse kind of woman?
0: Oh, my goodness. I am a shoe In fact, I have a sign in my office that says, as a matter of fact, I do need another pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I shoeaholic.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Oh, okay. What is your favorite movie?
0: That's an easy one. Notebook. Always will be.
1: Notebook? The Notebook, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, A lot of my friends love that movie. Um, What is your favorite color?
0: Pink. My blood Uh runs pink. (laughs) Of course it
1: does. How did I know you were going to say that? That's a really awesome color. My daughter, everyone knows Lip Talk Nation. Pink is her favorite color, too. So it is uh, very prevalent in our house, plus purple. So awesome. Okay, thank you so much, Sonia, for letting us get to know you. on on that fun level, you have definitely brought a lot of value to Lip Talk Nation and myself. So what is one of the lessons that you are learning right now?
0: Hmm. You know what, I'm learning that, and and I don't know if it's an age thing as well, because I'm 46 years old and have learned a lot of lessons, got a lot to go, but I've really learned that it really doesn't matter at all what other people think about what you know you should be doing. Uh, I guess learning the lesson real good that opinions of other people, they really don't matter. People don't think of you very long. We think that they think about us a long time, but they really, really don't. They're going to be thinking about someone else tomorrow and talking about someone else. And so you have to pursue what you know is in your heart and um, and not worry so much about others' opinions.
1: This right there is so valuable, Lip Talk Nation. They've heard me say this as well. So this is so important. I remember when I let go of this because I'm a middle kid and I'm a people pleaser. So I really Mm. want other people's approvals. And so this is so good, Sonia. Learning it doesn't Mm. matter what others think about you. And like you said, they really don't think about you very long. So, Sonia, Mm. great tips for us today. And a lot of listeners are avid readers. So I'm going to ask you this question. I cannot wait. So what books are you reading, and what books do you recommend to Lip Talk Nation?
0: Okay, well, the book that I'm reading right now is called Real Leadership by John Addison, former co-CEO of Primerica. He was at our Plexus convention this a this, uh, couple weeks ago, and he was so so good so the book is just amazing great simple read great lessons reminds me a lot of how john maxwell writes i'm really really gaining a lot from that book um another mm, two or three books that have been real impactful on my journey one is called um the Business of the 21st Century, Robert Kiyosaki. Love, 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 love that book. Definitely one of my favorite books. Another book um, has been What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. It's a very old book. I'm sure you've read it a It's probably 20, 25 years old, maybe 30. Long, long, long time it's been around. But this book has been hugely impactful, and in fact, my friend and I, Helen, my power partner, we did a seven-week study, and it's on my YouTube channel of this book. So it can help a lot of people uh, with their mindset. That's been an impactful book. And then all of John Maxwell books have been hugely, hugely impactful, impactful over my lifetime. So, And then many, many more. But, yeah, those are a few
1: here I am. I'm shaking my head again. I wish I wish people could see what I'm doing back here while I'm listening to you talk, Sonia. Yes, I get very excited when I, I know what you're saying. I'm like, yes, yes, hear what she's saying, Lip Talk Nation. Go read those books right now. So, um, real leadership. I'm intrigued by that one. I haven't read that one, but I, I'm i very curious and, and, you know, what to say when you talk to yourself. That's what we do, Lip Talk Nation. You got to stop ta- talking that negative stuff. And thank you so much for sharing those books they certainly are valuable. Lip Talk Nation, you need to go and get some of those. So it's been a real pleasure having you on the show, Sonia. Your sweet spirit is contagious. So will you share with the listeners where we can find out more about you and if you are currently working on any new projects?
0: Sure. Um, Well, my website is uh, www.soniadudley.com. That's S-O-N-Y-A Dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y.com. But Uh, I have a YouTube channel and it's also under my name and I do a lot of videos on there and and some of them definitely are pertaining to Plexus but a lot of them are just how to connect with people you know, how to overcome things Um, you know, my passion and as far as a new project you know, my passion is to help people overcome fear and to inspire people to pursue what they know they want to pursue despite the fear, so I'm always working to improve. I do a lot of um, I do a lot of travel that's not plexus related, where I go and teach a five or six hour workshop on. This mindset, and so I'm always working on projects to improve that uh, PowerPoint and that day, that workshop and so yeah i'm I'm always working to be better, and uh yeah, that we always we have to work on being better and get over being bitter, don't we. <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, yes, we do. And that is a a huge thing. Because when we get rid of the bitterness, when we get of what we suppressed, Sonia, I believe that we are free Mm. from depression, and we are free for innovation. Mm. And so we got to get rid of all that negative stuff. So the good stuff comes out and and we become contagious like you are. Uh, Thank you so much, Sonia. Uh, It's such an honor to have you on the show. And thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story, Sonia, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you haven't had a chance to download my new book, How to Face Your Fears and Live a Life with Passion, go to www.liptalklearn.com and you can download it for free, which is normally $29 value. And there's also a workbook that is included that will help you unleash that negativity that's inside of you and become more positive. We appreciate you and we will see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.